listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. Good morning. This is uh, Frank. Let's not get off on the wrong foot. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. Text the show on 81215 with your complaints. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio and email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Go on. Join in. It's the modern way, isn't it? It's like the social media. You know, you just said text the show with your complaints and you haven't yet retracted that. <laughs> no, I'm sure there won't be any complaints. I think we generally fun. love, don't we? Oh, adored, I would say. <laughs> Strange <laughs> way to stop. Well, I'll tell you something. What about, I have evidence. We all generally love. I have evidence. What about this? I went to, I went to a, a thing this week, which I... Um, it's great, and I always look forward to it. And it's the English National Opera Gala. So you get a bit of opera, dinner... And then you you know you spend some you spend some money to keep the opera going. All <laughs> oh, right, right. I'm sorry, Frank. Is I don't think anyone version? else at the opera gala is looking at the invite thinking, oh, dinner. Well, <laughs> a bit of dinner. Is it included then? It's all over the tabloids today. This yeah. this gala. It turns out I was at like the party of the week. Why is it in the tabloids? Well, it's got uh, Anna Friel. It says uh, looking a bit worse for wear. It says. I don't know. I don't know how to speculate. Did you notice? Um, gave a lot of standing ovations to, <laughs> well, everything, really. I think dessert. I think dessert she gave. Um, she was enthusiastic. Right. They're on the next table. I find, um, I've always found her a bit, somewhat, someone I wouldn't what, dare approach. Right. I've seen her at a few things. And you work with me. Yeah. <laughs> but I think she's very uh, talented in that, but I would never go over and tell her. Right. Uh, I don't know why. I have mm. a feeling she might headbutt me on the very bridge of the nose. Oh, that's a sore one as well. Yeah. So I didn't go over. She's with uh, Holly Willoughby and uh, Natalie Appleton. Right. I say again, it was an opera do. Mm. Times are changing. Anyway, they're all over the papers. But um, they had... Uh, I, I, I offered to, um, to be a prize... On the, on the on the auction. What sort of a prize? You know, lunch with Frank Skinner at the Ivy. Oh. That kind of thing. That would be a nice thing to do. Is uh, it on you? Yeah, lovely. Um, it will be by the end of it. <laughs> now, at my age. Um, but it was... Um, it's all, all raised money for the opera, you know? It's a good course. I know there's people out there listening to this probably who are um, starving. But, um, mm. I, I mean, I, I do... I try and do a bit, but it's all right to do a bit for culture as well. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? So, um, yeah, so I, I looked, you get like a, a tablet on your, a tablet as in, you know. Um, My kind of party. Like, a, like an iPad, not that kind <laughs> of right. oh, tablet. Okay. No, no, that's I was already thinking it sounded quite 90s. There's none of that on our table. <laughs> I, was, I was with Melvin Bragg on our table, there was none of that. Oh, is his hair still lovely? Lo- lustrous. That's good. Anyway, it's a wonderful um, gift that um, in later life. Mm-hmm. We uh, so I looked. At, it's all in categories: arts, entertainment, food, all the prizes you bid for. So there was one experiences. So I pressed on that. There was just me. <laughs> just lunch with me. There was lunches you could do with other people, but they weren't listed under experiences. Oh. <laughs> Well, you are an experience, though. Frank Skinner experience. Yeah, so there was only me. I had my own category. Well, you should have your own category. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Did someone buy it? So someone bought it oh, for brilliant. three grand. <gasps> Shut up. I know. I was wow. moved. I'm going to have to... I'm I really mean, excited Obviously, word this. has got out that <laughs> I am fascinated. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to uh, be nice for us, Al. Yeah. Did you notice what other people were going for? Oh, were you less. doing that? But I didn't want to bring that up. Oh, didn't you? Okay. Less. I mean, but yes. are you secretly delighted Alan has? <laughs> I mean, I thought you might bring that up. I can't bring up, but I mean, yeah, people went... I was really pleased. I mean, it does make Excellent. me feel somewhat fortunate. Think of the, the lunches we've had when you haven't paid a cent. Oh, I man, know. you're probably I about mean. 150 grand up here. That's great. <laughs> Could you write that on a cheque and send it to the English <laughs> National Opera? Can we yeah, start auctioning? Can I auction my position off next week? Can you what? what, what which my position is position. that? Oh, right. oh, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't have many positions left. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving up another one. <laughs> Also, you don't want to put a number in their head to start off with when they're bidding. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, yeah, so that happened to me. But I, nightmare of nightmares. Um, as I was... Re- I didn't see that one in the um, trilogy. <laughs> no. I was... Um, when I was getting ready to go to the gala... I knew which suit. I got a black suit I was going to wear because it's a black tie event. Mm-hmm. Um, picked the suit. It was like fluff on it. Oh, Lint roller. Yeah, well, that's what I thought. I thought I need a, a, a Ronco... Um, what was that called? The Ronco... <laughs> Ronco fabric roller. Oh, right. yes. Got, remember Ronco? You used to have a lot of... Um, Inventions on the table. Mm, yeah, I do the, remember the Ronco Record vacuum. Yes, that used to clean oh, your um, vinyl. The grooves. Yeah. Um, so. Um, so you had fluff on your. Yeah, and then I noticed there was fluff on the next suit. Suit next. So that's really, oh. where, what is that? Mm. Moth larvae. I've got a bad oh, feeling. It's moths. Yeah. Big holes in the trousers and stuff. Where oh. were the holes? Just everywhere. Yeah. Oh, oh. God. Oh, it was it was absolute sickness. So I I had to do that thing I don't normally do. I went to a black tie do, but not quite in black tie. Like a, oh. which I've always thought pe- when people do that, yeah. they think oh, I'm being a bit of a renegade. Right. Do you know what I mean? Did you go yeah. navy then? What did you go? In the end, I went with a sort of check. Oh. Did you? Yeah. What like a dark grey or something? Yeah. I've, I've worn a dark grey check well, on occasion. Yeah, but it looked like I was making some statement about what an individual I was. Maybe right. that maybe that won the big bid. Maybe. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I thought, well, they didn't know pay the extra the... bucks for a maverick. But anyway, I, I mean, if it was only if it had only been a small hole, just FYI, a little tip, you can just colour in with a sharpie pen on your leg <laughs> the area where the hole is. I could is that have a fact? That. Yeah. Apparently, well, you can do that idea. in a shoot. I mean, That's now they can retouch idea. anyway, but... Can I do that if I haven't got a clean shirt and I just wear a jacket? Yeah. Could I draw in a shirt? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've often thought that in uh, at the swimming pool. Could you get away with just drawing the trunks on? <laughs> yeah. Like one of those models that does the painted yeah. bodies. But if I turned TV. up in just a little pair of black <laughs> trunks, people going, um... I get you from the right angle. Um... <laughs> I'd be all right. Quite a sight coming out of the water. Yeah, well, it depends. Depends how cold the water is. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was... But the the, the um, 
very nice lady I was talking to on our table said that she'd had people, uh, she had mots, and she got pest people, and they said the thing to do is intense heat. That's what kills them. Oh, really? So they cranked oh. up, they put heaters in this room. She said it was unbearable, you couldn't go in there, and her television melted. <laughs> That's amazing. Come on. <laughs> I mean, she was from a dream that she had. Like, <laughs> Can you imagine it? And that next day, Salvador Dali came back. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, then um, off we went There's from no there. There's no clocks anywhere. Yeah. No. But, um, oh, God, I've, I've pulled the fringe off the face. Oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, it's quite we bad, but your reaction... <laughs> we may have to explain that oh. to people that don't regularly hear oh, the sorry. show. Cause... The producer, yeah. when I've been talking too much, she puts a small face on the desk next to me, which means move on. Mm-hmm. Mm. And and I just um, took it then, and you know the, fr- the, 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 the top, the fringe, t- not every face has a fringe. Some, there are different types I mean, of It's faces. quite niche, this... Yeah, but um, I pulled the fringe off. That's got to be some sort of an omen, hasn't it? I think. Oh, sure. Could be a free alert. She could be on the way. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> furious. Oh, no. I'd be scared. I'd be genuinely scared. I don't know why. No. Would you? Yeah, do you, do you know her? No, I mean, I've encountered her and she's, you know, pleasant woman. Yeah, I, I don't know why I'm so frightened of her. Or anyway. Okay. I know what you're thinking. Well, He's frightened of all women. Yes, I'm one of it. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm been under a lot of strain. <laughs> I've just broke the fez. I know. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Frank, we've had a big mo. Oh yes. Would you like to hear it? We should say a big mo is when someone tells you something that they think it, you won't know and that no one knows, but in fact, it's very commonly known. And I should say that a number of our readers get in touch to point out that every time you explain that, that is in itself a big mo. <laughs> and it's okay. becoming something of a big mo. But we're just well, doing it because we're considerate. In my, des- in, my de- in my desperate mind, we, new, new listeners are joining every, every yeah. week. I've really started calling them listeners. Every so. ten seconds, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. So this is from Danielle, who oh, says... Ah, Danielle. And I don't, I can't be sure if we've covered this Big Mo before on the show, but oh. I, I feel confident you two will alert me if that is the case. You two? A, a colleague, <laughs> I must call their gardener up. My concrete mm-hmm. patch needs to sing to. A colleague found some very old Tipex in the office today, and the ensuing conversation reminded me of a classic hashtag Big Mo. Did you know that Mike Nesmith from the Monkeys' mum invented Tipex? Actually, it was liquid paper, I believe. Yes, but it's all, it's all the same. Yeah. It's very, I'm going to say, it's very much of a muchness. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, yeah that, I think that's a good one. OK, I, I do as well. I haven't heard it for a while. Yeah. And, and, I, and I do think there'll be a lot of people now saying, who's Mike Nesmith listening? Oh. Mike Nesmith was in The Monkeys. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not gossip. I mean, the band... We've um, we've had another. In fact, we've had. Did a few. you know that, Al? I didn't know that, but I think we might have talked about it before, and I didn't know it then, and now I've forgotten it, and I again don't know it. No, but now I know it don't. again. Oh, don't. you're listening to uh, philosophy on Radio Four. No, you're not. Um, uh, morning, Frank and the gang. A big moment for your consideration. Rio Ferdinand did ballet as a youngster. Kind regards, Hen. I never knew that. I never knew that either. But I, it makes well, sense. 
Does he? I didn't know that either. So the entire what is, triumvirate. I mean, what, is it, what, what does did ballet mean? <laughs> exactly, was yeah. he at the Royal Ballet School? For a, um, were there I galas won. involved? Yeah. Prizes or being did he go to three classes <laughs> three, in a maybe. local church hall? Maybe yeah. three. Where he did a bit of... Um, we've also we need a, more info yeah. on the Rio Ferdinand ballet career. We've also yeah. had a text from 091. This is going to sort of break the format of the show a little. That's not but I from, think we don't want okay. that information from you two. We want it from 2 2. <laughs> oh. oh, very good. Order. Uh, I mean, that is the kind of material you're going to get. Well, oh, the three, grand three, grand lunch. Lunch. three grand lunch. Three grand lunch will be dripping with that kind of hot stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd say. I mean, if that and was your food. owner. Yeah, and, and food. food. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, zero, if go, what if they go big might, on the, right, I might the write, champagne? I might write some material about like meat, vegetables. I don't do I'll end up ordering the thing that I think has got the most laughs in it. <laughs> Order. <laughs> Will you... Um, I'll have the spotted dick, please. <laughs> Beef Wellington. Yeah, Will you think dish. about what you're going to say, genuinely? No. Oh, yes. Don't need to. Of course he will. Don't need to. It drops off me like windfall fruit. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> 091. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. I know you don't do shout-outs, and I think that's true. As such, we don't do shout-outs. No, not unless I stand on Lego in bare feet. <laughs> but in his role as celebrity doula... Do you remember last week we oh, had yes, a conversation so Thinking where... of going round from uh, attending the births of complete strangers. Could Frank just I suppose say... every birth is of a complete stranger, yeah. if you think about it. <laughs> I've never seen you before in my life. No, but the I'm child not. is always a complete stranger yeah. when it arrives. What about when that... That's what the friend, uh, friend of mine's child said. He said, you remember uh, Emily, don't you? I've never even heard of you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all I haven't this... seen him since. Can I just tell you, I was in a, res- a restaurant once with me and Kath and Boz, that's my family, and um, Boz's first ever teacher... Um, suddenly turned oh, up. Oh, lovely. Yeah, it was really nice. And he was sort of slightly in love with her, as most mm. boys are with their first teacher. And she came over and chatted to us and all that. And uh, he was, you know, staring at her. And it was it was lovely. And uh, so she went away and he turned to me and said, bear in mind he's five, he said, I have no <laughs> idea who that was. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> he bluffed it already. Wow. He's got into that thing of bluffing. Yeah. That is great. Um, I mean, I, I you know, remember my first teacher, and that was, you know, before the old king died. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Page, she was called. Oh. And she had, um, I'll tell you what, she... Uh, I think you we, must have loved that. So many punning opportunities yeah. well, I for think, a young punner. I think we can say this in the, the current climate. But oh, she, she wore, Jack? She wore those very... Uh, in the 60s, oh. this was the 60s, she wore those very, very pointy brassiers. Oh, <laughs> OK. I mean, really pointy. Can I just say there's three female staff with their head in their hands in this room and, and oh. then there's you and I just talking? Well... <laughs> I think it's all right to say that. I think it's very point. Maybe when they're reading this, <laughs> yeah. But if oh, I was working what? with, people... I'm going to leave you two to work that out. I'm just going to sit there. Well, she was working with infant. If she'd been working yeah. with the juniors, that'd have been an eye height. Right, it could have yeah, blinded yeah. somebody. Yeah. I know what you mean. It's a sort of Diana Dawes vibe she was but going for. I remember yeah. it's what sticks in my mind more than anything. Okay. I, mm. I, I remember she. I remember seeing her open a letter. 
once. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I've made that bit up. But it was, um, yeah, what happened to those? You know, there's someone, Madonna had that um, yeah. gouty out, but mm. people said, I've never seen anything like this before. But Miss Page was years it. If she'd have been on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, there would only been one mould that she could have. Just the two conical oh, indentations. Yeah. Wow. Nice to know she made such an impression. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, who knows what she triggered intellectually. Mm. But um, that's how I think of her. But at least I remember her. <laughs> yeah. Bossy's talking about someone from way. two years ago. <laughs> oh, I wonder if she's still with us, Miss Page. Probably not. That's nice. Should we end it on that? Let's end on that. Lovely. Let's end on that. Text in on 81215. I thought about when I was in Giza. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Looking at the Great Pyramids. (laughs) Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane. Together, The Frank Skinner Show. I'm enjoying um, this, Alf. Did you see 342? Well, we, I'm, I'm mid-text. I don't know if you remember. I was... We, <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. It's just that the window of opportunity may well have slammed shut. No, okay. no, If never, I can continue. Never. No, all right, all right, needy boy. Hi, no, I'm not being needy. <laughs> all will be revealed. Okay. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan. I know you don't do shout-outs, but oh, yes. in his role as celebrity doula, could Frank just say, push, Amy, push, my sister is giving birth right now in Dundee? I fear that we've talked so much about other stuff that the no, child no, may be no. out, but That's if you could... I mean, yeah. what's, that, she, what's her name? Uh, it's uh, Amy, push, Amy, push. OK, I'm going to try it. Push, Amy, come on, love, come on, you can do it, push, <laughs> push, come on, come on, I can see it. <laughs> Sounds a go. bit Frank Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> you well, can I, do it. That's what I think of. <laughs> I think all men become slightly Frank Spencer at a birth. <laughs> Alan's Frank Spencer. <laughs> I can't deal. Um, I remember how Terry went, turned up at the hospital and with a bag of stuff for uh, for my sister-in-law. Oh, and with stuff? Was it lager? No. It was um, clothes. You know clothes. Oh, you yeah. know they need stuff in yeah. hospital. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, are oh, you just in time to see the birth? And he, he said, oh, and he just put put it down and ran off, just put it down in the corridor. <laughs> what I like is she was probably fine about it. But yeah. men men didn't go to the birth in those yeah, days. It's pretty yeah. new. It's pretty yeah. new. Yeah. I think it was considered a piece of impertinence to not be at the birth. <laughs> Uh, 342 has been in touch. Regarding what you were saying about bars, uh, Frank, I saw you in Hoxton Street about a year ago. I waved at you and you waved back. I doubt you remember me. That's Paula from White Cross Street. Um, in fairness. Is she going to say, however, I have since bid £3,000 lunch with you. Oh, yeah. Um, I d- um, well, I remember the wave. Do you? <laughs> Oh, isn't that lovely, Frank? <laughs> no, I'm doing uh, like Boz with his first teacher. <laughs> Just wait till they've gone and then say, oh, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I remember being in Hoxton Street. I think that's when I was I was filming for the, um, uh, a, a documentary with Susie Klein about um, the history of oh, popular yes. entertainment. Yeah. Uh, mm. And, you know, if someone waved, I would have waved back, certainly. Well, that is one of your rules, I think. It is. Mm. And I live by it. Mm-hmm. Not waving, but drowning. <laughs> um, okay, so any anything else from the outside world? 
Um, yeah. It's all right, you don't need to make stuff up. Well, yeah, we've got one from 563. Uh. Morning, Frank Allen and the Divine Resent. Why is it you have fingertips but not toe tips? But then you tip your toe... But you don't you tip, tip your finger. You don't. Do you tip? Oh, tip toes. Yeah, tip yeah, toes. Yeah, do but do not you see? toe tips. Why fingertips, not toe tips? Fiendish. <laughs> I, I don't, never occurred to me. That. Do you have? You do have toe tips, otherwise you wouldn't be able to tip toe. No. Yeah. What about Tic Tacs? What are they made of? Oh, right, I see. No, I don't, I don't know what they're, I don't want to know what they're made of. Um, at the start of the show, also, you did ask the audience to text in their complaints. I don't know if you recall oh, that. Why did, did you I? do that, Frank? 740. Morning, God. Frank. You asked us to text in our complaints. I've got a bit of hay fever from Ian Angle. Oh. So I've got, I think I've got a bit of uh, hay fever. You think? Speaking of textings, when um, Sunita fills in her visa and it says occupation, <laughs> what does she write? <laughs> 8, 12, 15. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've had an email in that I, um, I really like. Uh, good morning, one and all. As recently discussed on the show and following last week's beaming sunshine, I've officially put my winter coat away for the foreseeable future under the stairs. That's where their coat goes. Oh, no. It's got a bit of Harry Potter. No, mine goes we got a bit of damp onto the stairs. Moths, damp? Mine know. goes in a wardrobe at the top of the house rather than the, under the stairs. Anyway, it's good we're all different. Where, where do you put your winter coat? <laughs> yeah, 8, 12, 15. I will be genuinely interested in some of the responses of that. I bet there'll be people who take out the thermal lining and just wear it in the sombre if it's a bit rainy. Possibly. It occurred to me that it might be nice to slip a fiver in the pocket as I bid farewell to it. Oh, yeah. Safe in the knowledge that come autumn, I will have that just found a fiver in my coat pocket feeling. You won't. And because... put a smile on my future face. No, but you'll remember. Yeah. And also, think... it doesn't do, I've found, to dwell on your future face. <laughs> <laughs> one of the simplest good feelings in life and one that, has, and that Frank has expressed doesn't get any less special, no. regardless of how fiscally endowed one may become. Indeed, but, but I would not get that thrill if I'd put it there deliberately. I think you might be right. Yeah. yeah. That's like using it as some sort of fabric safe. <laughs> You're right. Lovely. No point. Oh. Yeah, you're right. The pa- the power is in forgetting. I suppose if Nick, who uh, so penned this email, I, I suppose if they know that they've got a terrible memory, they might just might get away with this. But if not, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, I suppose that's one of the thrills of getting older. <laughs> <is it? laughs> to set up stuff like that for yourself. Yeah. Frank. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. I, I tell you what, I was at a birthday party this week in a, in a church hall. Um, mm-hmm. my, my nephew's birthday party. Lovely. And um, I met someone, I made myself a cup of tea. I was desperate for a cup of tea. And uh, you know when you're desperate for a cup of tea and you have a cup of tea, it's the oh, best yeah. feeling oh. in the world ever. It's like every Halloween we have one, Frank. Yeah. At about, at about 11pm. Uh, we do. Yeah. Um Oh, yeah, we step away from the, the, the showbiz party, Emily and I, and just have a cup of tea. Nice. tradition. Oh, nice. I take me, but loose, loosen me bolts. Yeah, he oh, loosens his bolts. Uh, Last year, uh, David Baddiel joined in. He said, can I have one of those teas? <laughs> well, David, they're not really one of those teas. Anyway, anyway, so I was 
Uh, then someone came who I didn't know and they said, oh, I'd love a cup of tea. And I said, I'll, I'll make you a cup of tea. So I ended up behind the counter. Oh, lovely. Make, I must have made people 20, <laughs> 20 cups of tea. Really? And do you know what? I loved it. It's good. Yeah. I've really, because when you hand someone a cup of tea, they look really pleased. Yeah. And it's much less complicated than comedy. Yeah. Well, you know what the JC <laughs> says about a cup of tea, famously? Who? The JC, Gemma Collins. Gemma Collins. No, what does she say? She says, if you make someone a cup of tea, it's like giving him a thousand pound. Yeah. Wow. Do you think that's true? I'm not prepared to... <laughs> you know, you know my view. Like a baby without a pram Burning without a tram Where would we be Without tea <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. The marvellous Gilbert O'Sullivan there making a profound point if you ask me. But I did, I really... Uh, it reminds me, I, I, went out, I went through a period of going out with quite a lot of um, oh waitresses. Oh, yeah. And I think it's because I saw them as a, as a source of nourishment. Yeah. And I think that's how you feel. When it very, you know that saying that it's better to give than to receive? It's very rarely true, but I really... I loved giving people a cup of tea that I'd made. <laughs> I can see you could have had, in, in an alternative life, I can see you with a van. Like a soup kitchen. Yeah, I'll just, yeah. So, all right, you know, maybe burgers or something. I was thinking a cafe with me in a striped apron. Yes. Oh, yeah. Do you remember um, Lead Balloon, that Jack D thing? Do you remember the guy that worked in the cafe there? Yeah. Slightly sardonic. No. Okay. Him. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. You can text the show on 8.12.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Frank, Lisa Tibbs has been in touch. You were talking about tea earlier and how much you enjoyed making it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She says, we just checked. We'd rather have the £1,000 than a cup of tea. We can make our own tea. <laughs> OK, but can you make it like I make it? Yeah. No. Yeah? I was talking about the joy of handing it. I think giving someone £1,000 would not feel as satisfying. A, because you've lost £1,000. But B, there's some, always someone a bit dirty about money, whereas tea, mm. beautiful. Saying someone, would you like a cup of tea? It was lovely. I would not have said mm. to one of the women who arrived, would you like a coffee? You wouldn't. Why? It's a whole suggestion. Do you think it's a bit sleazy, the coffee? I think you're moving. I'd, I'd be the subject of a Twitter storm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fancy a coffee? Come on, get off me. I think it would be even worse if you'd said, would you like a thousand pounds? Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> that would have been the worst of the three, possibly. That, that's true. That is true. Um, I didn't say that, though. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, would you fancy a thousand pounds? But you wouldn't say no to a thousand pounds, would you? God, awful. Yeah. CT is a lovely... Cleanness about yes, tea. Yes, there is a, sort of an innocence, isn't there, yeah. about tea? Fancy a tea? Oh, that'll be nice. You'll arrive on your push bike with a bicycle clip. That's on. a nice tip for any men out there. Offer, offer a tea, not a coffee. Yeah, and in the daytime as well. Meet people in the daytime early on. Don't <laughs> meet mm. them at night. I have a question. <laughs> you know, you said you thought you made about 20 teas the other day. 
Yeah. How many teaspoons do you think you went through in that 20 teaspoons? Well, I didn't hand over the teaspoon. What do you mean? No, no, but no, you, but so you utilise the teaspoon. I get one teaspoon. One teaspoon, yeah. 20 teas. Because... I didn't want to picture you washing up after each cup. No, I did quite a bit of washing up, but I didn't... Um, if Because great thing with washing up, getting early, just rinse. All you have to do is rinse, do it straight away. <laughs> I quite enjoy leave. a wash-up now. People get up the next day, oh, now I've got a scour. Yeah. On the day, it's gone. Straight away, yeah. But yeah. I didn't want to... I, I think... Because I was behind the counter, I got quite health and safety conscious. I thought if I end one over and one over with a spoon in, somebody mm. could lose an eye. Yeah, yeah. And that could be that. liable. I do like Ooh, leaning yeah. on the counter though, saying, "Can I, uh, can I help you?" Maybe get yourself a little <laughs> job in a shop as well. I get a serving hatch. Well, oh, I think you'd enjoy. Good. I think just in the road. You love the bands, don't you? Yeah, but a serving hatch. I feel I could still get that experience. Still get your elbows on the counter. I'm so, sure Kath would love that. What'll it be? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to live in a flat with a uh, with a serving, serving hatch. hatch. I they quite liked good. it. I'll tell you what I'd do is I'd make a cup of tea uh, in the kitchen and leave it by the serving hatch, nip round to the living room, there it was. <laughs> there you are. I think oh. you have to carry it. You know, it's a, it's a trepidatious move, the carrying hot tea. It is. And it was just there, as if someone else had made it. <laughs> Fantastic. Good for dom- people that live on their own as well. well I'm not I've dom- never had a hatch. Thank never, you. Never had a serving hatch? No. Get one. Okay. Yeah. Have, they, have they got, are they out of fashion? I think they're a bit whatever eight, happened to eight, you. 12, 15. Are serving hatches out of fashion? Yeah, there'll be builders. We have a lot of builders listening. Well, we do. Yeah. Uh, one, three, They'll four be listening is, uh, on uh, a radio cassette player that's got drips of paint on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 134 has texted, I vacuum pack my winter coats and jackets and put them at the bottom of wardrobe. Karen. That's a vacuum packing. Yeah, that. I think there's a lot of that these days. So you actually take the air out of it. Just yes. With a hoover. Very good Some storage. Some people use a hoover. To that? Yeah. She sounds very sensible. I've got a vacuum very sensible. packed... Uh, I've got a vacuum packed uh, Volkswagen Beetle. Have you? Yeah. Have you actually? I really have. <laughs> yeah, to drain all the fluids and then it's... Um, it's um, Vacuum sealed. Yeah. It's not. I'm serious. Wow. <laughs> that, I mean, you don't even care about cars, but you've got a no. I do like those. Though. <laughs> I like those. Um, Hitler was one of the great champions of the original oh, Beetle. VW Beetle, yeah. Yeah. But still, I'm, that's why I'm... We're going to go end on that? That's why I'm... Yeah. I'm playing a song now. Are you now why is that? No, but that's why I've had it vacuum-packed. I'm going to keep it in a, a garage till the whole anti-Hitler thing blows over. Oh, God. <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. 403 has texted, Hi all, I have a new espresso, espresso machine which will definitely be ignored this morning in favour of a nice cup of tea. Thanks for reminding me of my roots, yeah. Lucy. I'm glad they didn't say espresso. No, that was me. I, I know, I you did nearly, that. it went a bit days. Yeah. Des can't. I've just, had, I've just got a new uh, percolator. Have you? <laughs> People still them. Um... Hold on a minute. Okay. <laughs> Coffee percolators. Do they? Do people still get those? Hmm. Well, it's all the um, George Clooney machines now. Oh, no, the George Clooney yeah. machines. It is, um, and those little um, caf- cafetiers. Oh yeah. 
We'll, oh, man. I feel right. the liquid coffee, the paraphernalia of it. All the little, the filters. Oh, yeah, you'd have been there all day the making 20 coffees. Oh, yeah, the yeah. filters, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. My mum would like... say to her friends, do you want a coffee? For three hours. They'd be yeah. sitting there watching it you drip down. You had to fold down. it into a sort of Miss Page bra type <laughs> shape. Oh, he's off again. <laughs> Memories. I wonder if she's alive. I'll try and track her down. <laughs> Let's Don't do it. that. Um... We yes. haven't talked about Arsene Wenger this morning. No, oh, what's we, happened? Can, oh, come on. <laughs> um, yeah, can we, we discuss should. this, please? Yeah. It's, it's, it was, uh, it's, it's big news. It's one of those football it. stories that was, like, second on the main national news yeah. thing. Yeah. Well, you know, he's spent a lot of time in post, hasn't he? 22 he's years. 22 years. 22 years. 22 years. Yeah. But it does Apparently seem this morning... he's, he's, he's going to do a breakfast show in Melbourne. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> um, that was an absolute radio in joke. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I love an in joke. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> what if he was though? Wouldn't that be absolutely brilliant? In all seriousness, I do. Setting genuinely... up against the OC rival thing. Good morning and welcome to <laughs> Radio Wallaby. <laughs> radio Wallaby, nice. And he plays it, he starts with Wallaby, got the Spice Girls to do a version of Wallaby, <laughs> where they say, where they say Wallaby, he's got right. a just on his, not regularly, just a launch, a launch. Yeah, he's called in favours, because he knows awesome. people that oh. knows the Spice yeah. Girls, doesn't he? Do you know what, if he did that, I would probably... love it, I would love yeah. it if he yeah. did There's that. There's a feature called Arsons Around, in which he does, <laughs> he does a bit of an OB uh, interview with people working in, you know, St Kilda and other parts, right. of, uh, on the tram, you know, in Melbourne. <laughs> Good, good day, picnic mate. Picnic rock. I mean, picnic rock today. Stone the flaming cross. I genuinely do hope that he goes somewhere warm because he he looks he's got sort of paler and paler, and he he's a person that looks der- terribly unhappy in the cold British that's, winter. That's why I love him. It's because he's thin. I tell you what, he's going to so miss bony. the thin. Don't like the cold. He's going to miss the uh, the full length puffer oh, the manager puffer. coats. There's free. so many clips of and him the, not the, being able to get those zipped The zipper up. he never. Did, do you know he never did master that zipper? Never. No. And I feel like a I hot country feeling. may solve that problem for him. Like just go somewhere warm. Well, he, of course, I mean, he's done a lot for technical area chic, Arsene, I feel. You think? Yes, because he, I think he was a really early adopter of the the um, cardigan waistcoat vibe. Yeah. Oh, yes, he was. Yeah. Yes, he went cardigan. I've got a Love problem that. with his tie knot, though. It's huge. Have you noticed how big the knot on his tie is? Yeah, it's quite Windsor. I, I think it looks like... You know, there's phases at school when people do their ties up in different ways. It looks like that sort of, oh, sort yes. of teenager. I'm having a massive <laughs> knot. Yeah, because <laughs> that thing when you used to have to tie your school tie very near the end, so you could get a big, a big knot on. Yeah. It. Oh, is that right? I think that's what Speaking he's up of, to. He, he went for the the grade school jumper thing as well, which. Yeah. Um, Pep Guardiola favours. Now, there's a few of them gone for that great jumper. I think yes. to show that they're still learning. Oh, yeah. They're students of Every the game. Can I tell you what I'm loving? Yeah. And I like to think, um, I'm going to call this my effect on you. <laughs> it's not, there's been some quite big football news this week, and we've just spent the last uh, five minutes talking about it from a fashion perspective. <laughs> well, there'll be, and more. And there'll be, there'll I'm be more, more stuff, yeah. certainly. I always uh, Tony um, Tony Pulis when he was the West Brom manager always just dressed from the club shop. 
I think he couldn't resist the <laughs> urge. Did, did he have a baseball cap as baseball well? Baseball cap yeah. and, you well. know, track suit. You never, never see him in the suit on the touchline. Yeah. And I always used to say, if you drove past, say, 3 o'clock in the morning, drove past Tony Pulis and his family night fishing, there would probably be over 40 grand's worth of stock from the clock shop. <laughs> <laughs> I just stretched across the whole family. I always used to find Tony Pulis's system a puzzle because he used to yeah. wear the tracksuit and a baseball, baseball cap, cap at pitch side. Yeah. And then it would appear when he was interviewed on Match of the Day that he'd showered and put on the suit. And I always used to think, well, that means he's travelling back on the coach in a suit. Surely the suit is for the touchline and the tracksuit is perfect for the coach home. He's got yeah, it all it's wrong. Not, it's not, it's not a I long haul flight. It. <laughs> 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 Sometimes they were playing when in Bournemouth or something. When did people decide that on a long haul flight you can dress in anything? Yeah. <laughs> I still like to wear a suit and that. Oh, so do I. People just... I mean, not a suit. They think they've got to go elasticated waist on a long-haul flight. Yeah, I'm with them. They might get um, a a thrombosis. (laughs) That's what they're worried about. It's it's thrombosis prevention. The stiffest fabric I'd consider on a long-haul flight is corduroy. Um, I work my way downwards to jogging bottoms. I've travelled in tarpaulin. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Um, I just want to interrupt some of the Ozamanga news. <laughs> yeah. Because... Um, oh, I forgot that. Yeah, isn't that great? Oh, can I just one of those just for pleasure? Yeah. Ozamanga! <laughs> OK. <laughs> Oh, it's good. You've had... Who did we have last week? We've had two consecutive weeks with people's names go with stuff from uh, Lion King. Lion King, yeah. Because we had the Japanese guy who went with um, Hakuna Matata. Yes. That's right. That is Um, true. You've had a figure made of you. This is from 384. This is from a woman in Tahiti (laughs) who you um, dumped in 1988. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. That stuff will catch up when with you. When you do that voodoo <laughs> that you do so well. Hi, Frank. I make custom figures, and I specialise in Doctor Who. I have a custom ma- I've custom made a figure of your character from the... Are you in Doctor Who? From the Doctor Who <laughs> show. I've not mentioned it. And you no. can see it on my Instagram page, which I've just looked up, and it's absolutely brilliant. waiting. I'll tell you something. There's a regular... Um, magazine. That's from John, by the way, who's from Who's Who Customs, it's called. Okay, there's a regular magazine that makes, uh, that brings out figurines right. with the magazine. Every every time they come out, have a look to see if it's me. Is this a Who thing or just a general thing? There's, the a, there's, a, there's a company called Robert Harrop that makes stuff. Again, I always go to see if they've got <laughs> me in the new range. Eagle oh. Moss, I'm always there. Never. No. I've got a picture of the mummy on my wall just on his own. Right. That's the closest I could get. But oh. I There's some great figures, though. What's it, was it good? Well, they look great. I mean, as you can imagine, um, some of them I don't, I don't actually recognise them. You but, Well, yeah, I think... That's not because they're not accurate, though, is it? No. <laughs> you wouldn't know Alpha Centauri. No, but I would If she walked in here now... I would know the um, pirate. What was he called? The pirate captain? Because oh, from the pirate planet. Yeah, yeah. That. that was played by one of my parents' uh, dear friends, <laughs> Bruce Purchase. Yes. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Little Doctor Who. Kill, kill a parrot. 
kill a parrot? Yeah, it was a, a robot. All right. Obviously. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've had enough of looking at the destroyer. No, but that's that's. I must have a proper look at it. That's great. Okay. Thank you, John. Um. So yes, the thing about um. That's what, that was actually that was an impression of Jeff Tracy talking to his son John in Thunderbirds. Who would have got that, <laughs> John? Frank, we should get back to awesome. Awesome. Because the suggestion this morning, we have to say, was not that he walked, but that he resigned rather in the fashion in which Robert Mugabe resigned, which yeah. was, I believe, shouting betrayal. Oh, was he? Is what happened. Yeah, I think he shouted mm. betrayal. Oh, dear. Um, and he cried. I think that's what happened when, uh, Bren- oh. when Brendan left Strictly. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think Robert Mugabe also shouted chameleons. Did he? Chameleons? <laughs> no, but he, he, yeah, he's telling his wife not to tread on them. Right. <laughs> Good bit of advice. There's one on the path. So, yeah, do we, th- we think Arson may have been... They may have forced his hand ah, somewhat, do oh, we think? That. I don't know okay. about that. Let's give him the benefit oh, of the I hope so. I years. wish he'd really made that. Like, I wish they'd... I wish he'd stayed until they like changed the locks and stuff. Like he yeah. just like what well, Alex Ferguson, you mean? Really doubled down. He basically did. Uh, <laughs> he held on yeah. pretty tight. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I liked his um, parting words, guys, because it was very Whitney Houston. I will always love you. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? He went a bit. I'm not what you need, didn't he? Did he? I... Yeah, he did. He said, "Take care of the values of the club. My love and support forever." I think that's so nice. It is nice. He always talks a lot about it. The problem is he's staying, though, till the end of the season. Yeah. That's the I trouble know. with the emotion. You know when you say an emotional <laughs> farewell to that couple you met on holiday and then they're at the taxi range? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like that. He said, you know, take care of the club and that, and then next day, all right, Arson, here we are again. It's yeah. just a bit it's sort of safety. I don't know why they announce it early mm. at all. Because now there'll always be a strange limbo where they don't play so well. I don't know why, but that always oh, happens. Oh, they were saying on the radio that the, the lads will try and go out on a high for him. That's what they were oh, saying. I don't know, but when I've dumped people in the past, <laughs> I've never said, um, yeah. that's it, it's all finished with you. I'll be, we'll be separating yeah. um, in, on, on <laughs> what May, you say all May the 22nd. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find that then you have a period of intense awkwardness. Oh, yeah. I do, because I put it in the contract that I send over. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a n- non-disclosure. <laughs> But no, that's... Um, I, I know, I'd never do that, unless, of course, you know, we booked a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio. There's been some nice Arsene uh, tributes. Has there? Yeah, Rafa Benitez. I've been talking well about him for a while. Oh, <laughs> lovely, not, not that well. Lovely thing to say. <laughs> Is yeah, that what said? yeah. That Jose, if he is happy, I am happy. If he is sad, I am sad. Is that what he said? Lovely, yeah. He also said that he was a specialist in failure a few years ago, <laughs> so I suppose, <laughs> suppose things have changed. It's good. David, David Seaman, hashtag remember the trophies. Oh, that's I good. Like, Lovely. That's a good one. Keep it real. That is good, because I think people sometimes forget that they've got trophies. They remember him, like, yeah. you know, not zipping his jacket up and stuff like that. And remember him yeah, by the coat gifts. There, there are some important things to... Yeah. I heard a, I heard a, a phone-in yesterday where they were discussing <laughs> Arsene Wenger, and... Uh, 
they repeatedly talked about how the changes that he'd made included broccoli. The players started eating broccoli. No, but it was... no I think they try and they, try, they move to broccoli. Oh, they moved to broccoli. All <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah. No, no, yeah, there was lots of stuff. You know, he stopped the meeting. I'm sure I've told you this before. He stopped the meeting jelly beans before they went out onto the pitch initially. Right. And then after a time, he slightly mellowed and let the the bowl of jelly beans come back. So they would just grab a a handful of jelly beans before they went out on the pitch. But then having a huge sugar crash about halfway through the second half. Yeah, but you know what? If I'd known there was going to be... Just a massive bowl of jelly beans. I think I would have tried harder at football. Yeah. <laughs> just a, being in a job where you're on your way to work, you just grab a big handful, free. <laughs> free, free jelly beans. Yeah. Honestly, the way they were talking about him and the broccoli, it was like they thought he was Sir Walter Raleigh returning with the potato. <laughs> well, or something. I must have told you about the uh, when I was in Cape Town, just before England, Algeria. And we went to this hotel, and uh, there was uh, he was sitting. There was loads of fans in there, and he was just sitting on his own at a table. Lovely. That's yeah. how I imagine him. Which was quite courageous of him, I thought. And one mm. or two people had come over and talked to him, but not that. He was fine. He's just sitting there. And he was. And then the waitress arrived. He'd obviously ordered something to eat. Yeah. And... Um, he just had a plate with a big red apple on it. <laughs> and uh, it, it arrived with like a serviette and cutlery. And I, st- I watched him <laughs> eat a big red in Cape Town, <laughs> South Africa, in, in the very shadow of a Table Mountain. He, wa- he ate an apple with a knife and fork. <laughs> <laughs> Arsene Wenger. I, I hope the, the Lion most... King was playing in the background. <laughs> it was the most incredible spectacle. Could it yeah. possibly have been a baked apple? Or no, am I just, definitely am I not. playing devil's advocate Definitely not. Here? It was a very sort of rosy red <laughs> apple. It's a strange yeah. thing to do. It's a, but I'd, I'd see dinner. in the summer, I'd, I'd, I'd lay a pound to a pinch... Well, we can't say that. No. But I, there's... Yeah, it was not the first time he'd ate an apple with a, oh, with right. a knife and fork. He really yeah. knew his, this he, wasn't he, his first he, rodeo. He knew, he knew where to put the fork. See, I would be, or where do you put the fork? But he was very good. He never, he never held the stalk in his hands or right. anything. He, he, and it never, it, it always looked um, solid. It never toppled. No. Yeah. And he, he, he stayed skilled. up. Right. And, and when he'd finished, not only was there a core. But he'd, he'd slightly taken out some of the, even some of the, the bit of extra stuff with the knife and fork and still it hadn't fallen over. I mean, he was, he was good. Very good. Yeah. I, can't, I doubt they'll get another manager who can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. While we're talking about uh, Arsene Wenger... There was <laughs> there was something on Twitter that annoyed me. Uh, I realise I'm not the first person really? to ever say that. No. But come on, did you see these people that were saying, "Is it just me?" I mean, that put me off for a start. Yeah, right. Is it just me? But I assumed that Arsenal Football Club was named after Arsene Wenger. No. They genuinely thought that. No. no, there were, gen- there were people in there, like 18, 19-year-olds saying, I'm really embarrassed, but I, I thought this. They weren't joking. Wow. 
can that possibly? Well, I suppose the, their whole life, Arsene Wenger has been at Arsenal. Oh, come on, that's no excuse. I didn't say that it was definitely an excuse. It's I was, rank stupidity. Well, I'm trying not to be mean <laughs> to stupid people, but... You and know. the fact that Man United and Man City are both managed by men... Yeah. yeah. Do people think that's why they were called Man United and Man City? <laughs> Maybe. Do they think berries were named after Mary Berry? <laughs> I think they do. I think chronologically they probably were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, um, we were just talking off air there. I yeah. don't think he's going to be like Sir Alex Ferguson sitting like Banquo's ghost at the oh, party no. in Great the stands watching the over Great the next reference. love so a reference to Banquo's ghost yeah. very good um, I <laughs> actually <laughs> I don't think Arsene Wenger's going to be at all the Arsenal games looking down disapprovingly oh, at the I don't think, I think no. he might never go there again he's Kaiser Soze oh, cool. my guess is you'll never hear from him again I know cool. what I'd do I, I, well I'm we'll see where it, I think he might carry on managing do you yeah health club <laughs> he could hello David Lloyd Centre yeah I sense speaking Maybe... Um, I mean, that or the Melbourne restaurant. radio show that you've already discussed. He'll do a restaurant. Yeah, restaurant. Uh, the, app, the apple Apple a day. Absolutely mar- that's what An it could apple be a called. day keeps the doctor away. But, uh, no, I don't think he'll be... Uh, I, I tell you, if I was him, though, mm. I, I'd say, um, what are you going to do with that uh, beaded curtain in the hospitality <laughs> area? Because there's a big metal <laughs> beaded curtain with his picture, which oh. forms his picture. Right. Well, I mean, you want that in your house, don't you? And they were wanting what you want when guests guy. come round. Yeah. Especially, I think he's single now, is he? Is he? I mean, imagine look, uh, someone sitting, maybe maybe you've got <laughs> to the stage where they're sitting in the bed waiting for you and you emerge right. naked through a, through a beaded curtain with your own of image yourself. on. I mean, oh. it's the best <laughs> moment. Come Whatever on. happens after that, that, that woman will have that moment. If it's a woman, I don't know what. Yeah. yeah. For the rest of her life. And that's that. before she's even seen him eat an apple. Yeah. <laughs> Come be, on. But to entering through your own beaded curtain, how yeah. marvellous. It's a yeah. statement piece, isn't it? It's it is. St- <laughs> I'm thinking too much now about the actual point of entrance. But that, <laughs> I, I just think that would be brilliant. <laughs> Maybe they'll keep it as a sort of tribute to him, but I would ask they him might. about it if I was him. Yes, yeah, it should be all. Right. The next, the next manager probably wouldn't want to repeatedly walk through a beaded curtain with the previous manager on it. Would they? they would when, feel a bit like exactly. But, yeah. but yeah. if he's got the um, when he's got the breakfast radio show in Melbourne, imagine saying, <laughs> and we've got. Um, yeah. And we've got Paul Hogan on this morning. Is Paul Hogan alive? Paul Hogan. Is he alive? Can you check if he's alive? I, I don't think he's Someone's alive. just checking on, the, sure. on the pink iPad. Can you check the pink iPad and see if he's let's alive? Say, let's say we've got um, Danny Minogue on the show today. Thanks, and then you'd hear the rustle of the metal curtain as, <laughs> oh, that as, would be good. as she came in yeah, through the... Like stars in their eyes. Yeah, that'd be, oh. it'd work yeah. on radio. That's what would be brilliant. He's got to hold on to that curtain. They owe him that. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. This news just in, Paul Hogan is still with us. Oh, thank oh, God good. for that. Okay. I didn't want him entering but not moving the uh, the beaded curtain in any way. I would say just coming through as vapour. What about when they asked Arsene Wenger the difference between uh, the French and English when it came to football? And he said, the French, we pollute our emotions because of our Cartesian spirit. Did he? he? Say yes. That? Yes. 
Wow. Excellent. Des Cart, Sal? But when they said, um, when they asked Alex Ferguson about him... Do you remember this? No. And Alex Ferguson said, well, it's it's all wrong. They think he's like the professor and an intellectual, and they think I'm obsessed with football. But he's watching, like, Bundesliga games on a Tuesday <laughs> night on the telly, whereas I've got all sorts of interests. My favourite film is Seabiscuit. <laughs> you, you've branched out that far, have you? Sir Alex? For goodness <laughs> sake. Uh, you can argue that to your red in the face, Sir Alex. I'm not going to convince anyone. Um, no, but he's he's not going to be a brooding presence in the, he's in the stand. No. He's not. He's too cool for that. Three nine one is cool. You won't hear from him again. He should become manager of the Wenger boys. Oh, that's an excellent joke. Come on. Ian. That would be great. That is very good. He's already managed Arsenal. I'd like to think of a good way of dancing to that. Yeah. I'd like to see Arsene dancing to it. Yeah. The Great White Ghost. This is now. Tin White Duke was David Bowie, was it? That could that could apply to um he wouldn't be a Duke, he'd be a Comte or something like that. Yeah. I just, I, what worries me is he's made this decision during a heat wave. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You're in the garden in your deck chair lead, reading Le Monde and yeah. you think, this is the life. That's it. Yeah. On the phone, you know what? Um, au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, next week, he'll probably get, and he'll think, oh. oh. Then he'll be pining for the manager coat. <laughs> it's too late. Nice greyhound coat, I'd like to Just a greyhound coat. That's if, if he's on the front of the Sunday Telegraph magazine, naked in, on all fours in just a greyhound coat. <laughs> Skinner, Dean and Cochrane. Together, the Frank Skinner Show. Absolute Radio. Um, this is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. Text the show on 8 12 15. Please follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio if you'd like to, and email the show via the Absolute uh, Radio website if you over my empty. Um, creaky chairs today. I've got, I've got an update. Creaky chairs, they make <laughs> me feel fine. <laughs> got an update. Hi, Frank, Emily, and Alan. Uh, and there's an apology for spelling my name wrong before. It's fine. A L U N is not of. You know, phones aren't going to love that. It's very difficult no. to force it to... Mm. Anyway, caps letter, caps now. Update! Amy has given birth to a little boy. Thanks Hooray. to Frank Yay. for his doula work. Amy will be recommending him. That's um, tremendous. Uh, hold on. <laughs> or maybe as she's given birth to a little boy... Might be another one coming out. You never know. Well, it's boys. the going Maybe. rate is. Um... Do you remember that old joke about the bloke who uh, he lives? He lives a farmer, and he lives in this little um, cottage in the, on the moors, miles from everywhere. No electricity or nothing. And the wife goes into labour, and the doctor arrives on horseback, and he gives him a candle, and he goes upstairs, and he says, "Congratulations, you got a baby boy. It's fantastic." And then he says, "I'll go and see how she is." Then he comes. He says, "Congratulations, you got another baby boy." Then he goes up again. Doctor comes back. He said, "Congratulations, you got a baby girl." He says, "I'll go up again." And, and uh, 
the, the bloke says, can you leave the candle? I think it might be the light that's attracting them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he loves that. <laughs> Uh, we had a lovely photograph of somebody serving hatch. Yeah, we did. It was so oh. lovely. It's a, it meant, I tell, weirdly, it's got the cop on the serving hatch. Yeah. I, I said it used it's to from uh, Andrew Dembina. But also, I wonder if he's related to Ivor Dembina. He says, literally making use of my hatch whilst listening. And, he, and he's got the tea and the, the but white the radio. radio. For some reason, I always keep the radio by the hatch as well. I think so. It's whichever room you're in listening to it, you can reach across. And also, can we just take a moment to respect his use of the word literally and it being and it was accurate? Literal. Yeah. So often used. Well, not he's an editor and days. he uh, lives in Hong Kong, I believe. Oh, well, we he's yeah. got a serving hatch in, in Hong Kong. Kong. Yeah. Oh, excellent. This guy's he's got it the all edge going of it on. Now, he's probably got servants. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it takes the, takes the fun out of it if. Um, <laughs> Well, it adds a lot of um, liberal guilt. Yeah. We've got some other serving hatch news. Frank, the oh, serving crap. hatch is ideal. Our friends have a serving hatch, and we took it in turns to see if we could fit through it after a few drinks. <laughs> oh, we wow. We managed to get two middle-aged men through together. Dan, Norwich. Did you? That is good. Oh, Norwich. I thought they might be West Brom fans. Oh, wow. It just sounds like the kind of thing they might Maybe. do. Two middle-aged men through a serving... <laughs> I think that qualifies as a civil ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, it makes me. I don't understand why they're so good serving hatches. Why did they go out of fashion? I think the open plan living room may have been the uh, nail in the oh, coffin of the serving cool. hatch. I yeah. just have a standing serving hatch in the middle of an open plan room. <laughs> it's like a, like a window frame. So. I wonder if Joe Brand's got one. Why? Why? Brand's hatch? Oh. oh. has sent an excellent suggestion. I feel we could merge Frank's new roles as celebrity doula and tea maker as being the person who delivers your tea and toast post-birth. Best copper and tea ever. Also, is do you think the, Frank is... exaggerated how many teas he actually made? <laughs> mm. I was talking last week. <laughs> yeah. people say, if people say I've seen a film ten times, they mean they've seen it six times. Um, I said I made 20 cups of tea. I made... Eleven. <laughs> okay. Mm. Um, that might have been twelve. Mm, but, um, still a lot. It, it probably wasn't twenty. It wasn't twenty. Now it's not I'd probably like, about it. Now I'd like to talk about a subject that we have talked about on this show many and oft times. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. But, yeah. uh, parking. I mean, we love oh. a parking chat. We love a parking chat. Can I, you, tell you be- can I tell you before we begin this story? Mm. Right. I um, I went to uh, I went to Whipsnade Zoo this week. I took oh, uh, yes. just me me and me and the boy, and uh, I got back and there was a parking space not far from my house, like you know, twenty thirty yards, but a, a tight one, mm. and there was a group of builders sitting across oh dear the road um, on a break I'd say four or five builders and I felt I felt the old pulses started <laughs> to go in my neck yeah and uh, I'm feeling I thought, the pressure oh, by yeah. Oh, no. yeah, yeah it was oh 
So I went in and it's the best bit of pie. I went in, oh, came back wow. and I just, I didn't have to adjust. You did it in one? I straightened the wheel a bit. I did it in one. Oh, I never on. do it in one. Oh, I was so close to getting out of the car with my hands raised in the air. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know the beep, beep, beep thing that helps you to park on yeah. the cars? Yes. Beep, Sensors. After the beep, after you go into the beep, 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 mm-hmm. when you switch the engine off, I think the car should go, da da <laughs> <laughs> Like you've reached a new level. Yeah, especially something. if you've took ages to park. Imagine yeah. taking like three or four minutes and then it goes, da da <laughs> Well, it should really know if you've nailed it like you did in three. Mm. It should have like a sort of a sound oh, effect round have. of applause. I was, I that. was so pleased with myself. Very good. I got it and I looked these men in the eye. Oh, mm. that's great. And they had tattoos and plaster on their boots. You I know, they were men. They were real men. Okay. To be honest, I thought you had an air of swagger about you today. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. Was springing Boz, your step. Boz sitting in the back, I had no idea what, I, what I'd achieved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really proud of you, Frank. That was great. Well, parking has been in the news this week. A driver um, left her car blocking a gate in a, in a BAE Systems, their uh, weapons manufacturer. Um, okay. and, uh, well, let's and she, keep that tab open. Yeah. yeah. Submarine keep makers. It, keep it in mind, because yeah. um, this, <laughs> this story gets a bit... Well, not quite fighty, but um, okay. she leaves the car parked and then uh, and somebody tips a can of beans <laughs> on her on her roof yes. and says um, that the, the car was badly parked and that if they want to park in a parking space, wake up earlier. Well, that's that was what, what I... Wow. That was what I particularly liked. I like to wake up earlier. Yeah. I yeah. don't like the beans on the car, though. That's a bit. It said if you either. want a proper parking space, wake up earlier. And what Good I like advice, about though. that, but it's quite a strange thought leap. The assumption that she must be a sort of lazy layabout. Maybe she's just a bad parker. Sometimes I will have an uneasy night's sleep knowing I'm going to have to park <laughs> the next the next morning. I've got to go somewhere where I'll have to park. Honestly, it will have a, it will it will be. I'll feel it in my system. Pre-parking yeah. anxiety. <laughs> PP, PPA, I think. Oh, yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, so I can't see that. Um, what on earth was this woman doing at a submarine mate? Yeah. Where, where was she planning to part next? Yeah. yeah. The, the bottom <laughs> of the ocean. <laughs> and also... The, her lack of spatial awareness if she works at a submarine makers is a little bit worrying. Well, she might have just... It might be a... Might be visiting. Might, might I think she might one. have been going to something around the corner from the submarine makers uh, and just parked there because You don't was... think she thought it was Subway? Oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the beans, there's something unpleasant about the beans. There is, unless on the same day... Like, it might have been a heat wave mm. and there was another car driving around with eggs on the top and well, bacon on the, the top. Chance, what's the chances of that? Yeah. You know that thing when people say, oh, God, it's so hot, you could fry an egg on your car. Maybe it was someone that was trying to make a full-cooked breakfast on a fleet of cars. Uh, yeah, but do, you, do it on your own car. That's a good point. Don't do it on Emma's. And they put it on the roof. It yeah. said the woman who wished only to be referred to as Emma... OK. Does she, hey, do, Jane does she do babe cast? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guys. It's a specialist interest, <laughs> baked beans. <laughs> she was in, on the picture, she waving a mobile phone at the camera. <laughs> I'm waiting for your call. I mean, I'm guessing they probably don't yeah, do it anymore. They, I don't know. I haven't seen it for years, but, you know, I'm just wondering <laughs> if that still goes on. Oh, dear. But it's on the roof. On the roof. It's on the roof. 
Well, at least she didn't leave there with a bean in her bonnet. Oh. <laughs> absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'll tell you what I also loved about this parking incident was that the person who wrote the note saying, mm-hmm. why don't you wake up earlier? They also, I don't know if this was a mistake, but... There was a smiley face drawn in the margin. Well, I looked at Did that Did you see note. that? I think there's like three ghost <laughs> smiley faces on the note. It's sort of showing... In the margin. Almost like it's a watermark. Yeah. What do you think? Um, was it passive-aggressive? Do you think it's indentations from previous writings on the pad? It could be that. That I, could be a way of tracing the writing. He's dead, isn't he? He is dead. OK, Can so you it's, get it's, the not pr- it's not a... Pr- no, he is, I'm sure he is. Uh, <laughs> So it's not a prank, but there is. I, I found three smiley faces on there. A bit. Where's Wally on the note? I did. Yeah. It's mixed messages, though. If you're telling oh, somebody else, oh, it's somebody else. Well, that, you don't want it, that was why it was such a masterstroke. Oh, yeah, here's a question. If it would seem to me the obvious, how would you get them off your car? Uh, the beans. Well, oh, good. good. Question. That is yeah. a great question. So you'd have to use the spatula. Would but you, you wouldn't spatula? have that with you, though, would you? You wouldn't have a spatula with you. Maybe you're yourself. Not, you're not parked outside your house. <laughs> you don't I'm know afraid. what I carry in my trunk. I'm afraid I'd go with um, just reckless acceleration. <laughs> Do you think you could drive <laughs> you through I'd, them? Would you? I think I'd drive the beans You off. could drive onto yeah. them. So yeah. to speak. I think that could create a new measurement of car. You know, when they talk about torque and uh, yeah. Yeah. horsepower, I think they could talk about, you know, bean removal, acceleration. I wonder how fast you'd have to go to get the beans off that method. My Eight, problem 12, is 15 for mm. any once scientists they've, once in. they've yeah. gone down onto the back window, then you just get the wiper. Just go there. I don't have a rear. Problem I don't solved. have a rear um, wiper on, on, Change on, car. The, on the beamer. <laughs> Change car. Oh, love the way this conversation's <laughs> going. I, yeah. I, dri- like I drive to um, Edinburgh, just then I know I can guarantee it'll get washed off. Would Good you point. at any yeah. point consider eating them off? No. Wouldn't that be the most efficient method? I'd be more all... likely to consider dustpan and brush and just... You uh, wouldn't have that in the of... car. No, you're right. Oh, you've got to use what you've got. Do you know what's concerning me? No, I wouldn't even. Is that I know in my heart that Frank would. <laughs> I, told, I told you about that mate of mine who had, went on a massive drinking spree and was walking home and started to sober up and had that terrible feeling of thirst that you mm. got. I must have, I've told you this, haven't I? And he, he, was, he, oh, he became no. convinced he was going to die of dehydration. Oh. So he licked the condensation off a car windscreen <laughs> and the alarm went off on the car. <laughs> he had to run away. <laughs> oh, man. So maybe it'd be like that. That really is beating rock bottom. <laughs> Imagine the bits are like gnats' wings between your teeth and stuff. Absolute, absolute, absolute radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Another bit of good advice. Wake up earlier if you want a parking space. Yeah, and have a good healthy breakfast. <laughs> Absolute Radio, where real muesli matters. Oh, very good. Well, 231 has had a similar incident. As they point out, not as bad as the beans. No. But we had a parking incident with a masterclass in passive-aggressive car notes. We returned to our car, which we were quite pleased to have to have found in the last remaining very small space to find thanks in brackets not 
exclamation mark, yeah. written in the dirt on our back windscreen. P.S. Whatever happened to not jokes? Yeah, that's well, true. There you go. And did they ever were written down? <laughs> no. Because you, so, you tend to notice the not early on. Yeah. Because yeah. the great thing about not jokes is someone would say something and you'd start to agree with them and then they'd go, not, and you'd make a terrible <laughs> fool of yourself. Can I, can I ask you a question as a dog owner? Sure. Emily Dean and mm. indeed um, Alan, two dog yeah. owners. Diddly diddy. If you had the dog with you, mm. would you think if I put the dog on the roof for five minutes, the beans will be she would gone? Have. Yeah, she would have. <laughs> Although I couldn't yeah. really do that because uh, my dog's something of a fussy eater. Um, oh. You know, my dog's gluten-free. She's beyond a joke. Well, they'd be all right with baked beans, wouldn't you? I'm pretty yeah. sure the sugar in there might um, lead oh, to some... Oh, yeah, sugar. Some oh, yeah. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn Hoddleband, the England team, having <laughs> that. No, you won't let your, your whip it have them. I like it. Yeah. I like Frank's slightly 70s approach to dogs, though. <laughs> Just let them eat other scraps, anything. They are, in their own way, cleaning devices. Though, I know, I know what you mean. I, it would have passed through my mind. But that, that, yeah. what would have passed my mind is you've then got to drive home <laughs> in a car with a dog <laughs> that's just out of tin of beans. Yeah, exactly. That, could, that mightn't work out that well. I, mean, I just don't know how you'd get rid of them. I've got a toothpick with me at all times, but that's a long job. Oh, yeah. Isn't yeah. it? Oh, what a oh, time. Yeah. Almost become like some kind of mindfulness exercise. If only you knew that the, that person wrote the note, if you knew what their car was. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You could write... i find out. If you had the toothpick, you could take the beans across individually <laughs> and leave a note in beans. Oh, that would be good. Back at you. Yeah. You could put... Get a life. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the joy of dotting that exercise. Exclamation mark with a single baked bean. <laughs> oh man, it's just I, I, it's it's one of these. It's a sort of a funny story, but there's yeah. something a bit malicious about the. Well, I received a yes. The the levels they went to the baked beans. Yeah, is, I received a passive aggressive parking note recently, and uh, and the person lives on my street, <gasps> but oh my God. didn't put their name. They put. Like number sixteen, or oh. <laughs> like <clears throat> you're not a number. Just put who you are, and we'll speak. You know, like humans. Well, they were strange. perhaps, perhaps attempting it, to dehumanise you. I think they were dehumanising. Or if you themselves. go around furious, they say the wife wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe it was. The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from eight. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Radio. Yeah, we've been talking about Arsenal, but what about Man City? I wanted to discuss this because... Man City were handed the Premiership title by uh, West Bromwich Albion, do you mean? By their fantastic win at Man United. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, yes, that Man City. What? Yes. Um, they signed a deal with Tinder. So Tinder are going to be their new sleeve sponsor because... What is a sleeve sponsor now? <laughs> Oh, there's going to be like undercrackers sponsors. There's going to be all sorts. Sleeve sponsors. Yeah. God. Well, it's a new secondary sponsorship. Funny thing, Merlin was still alive. He'd have made a fortune. <laughs> those, those babies. Yeah. That, that is that what his players are going to start wearing those flared sleeves like that yeah. in the seventies? So it's, there's an, actually a sleeve sponsor. I think this is the yeah. first instance little, of it, isn't it, Al? Is it the secondary sponsor? Little logo on the sleeve. There. My worst one. I, I know the, the snooker world championships is on there. Is oh, the waistcoat sponsor? You don't like the snooker no. sponsorship, oh, no. do you? Or oh, no. the tennis? He gets a bit vexed about the tennis. Yeah, he doesn't like that. Doesn't he? Keep it clean. Yeah, Keep sponsorship Frank's... out of our sport. 
Thanks, Martin. I think it's a lovely choice because I think nothing says romance like a Premier League footballer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, lovely. True enough. And Tinder. And we all is, aspire to behave like that. Tinder is just for, it's, it's the dating app, isn't it? It it's is. It's what yeah. we used to call um, Lonely Heart. <laughs> Do you know what's really good about this story? <laughs> it's a shame they don't call it that anymore. They should still call it it's, that. I think they didn't like the use of the word lonely That's in right. the title would put people off. But, you know, why else yeah. would you go on it? <laughs> don't answer that on 8, 12, 15. We won't read it out. What I especially like about this story is that Tinder were originally trying to sponsor Manchester United and yes. then the talks broke down. And it's almost like the dating app executed their dating protocol and just went, right, next. Man City, OK. They just <laughs> they, moved they on. Left. Like, they just swiped and went to the next Or one. they went for someone slightly further down <laughs> the road. perfect. Yeah. Well, West Brom had a Tinder account of their own, but apparently there was some problem and they lost all their matches. Oh, <laughs> that is a lovely piece oh. of work. So, um... There's it's a weird... Where will it manifest? They'll actually have the Tinder logo on their sleeves. They'll wear their heart on their... Lonely hearts on their sleeves. I guess they'll, they will. They'll wear their Joe Hart. Oh, he's oh, He's not there he's at the moment. Now. Hell, he's going to have to come back. But not he's on He probably <laughs> is also quite lonely. You think? Lonely heart? I, I, I imagine so. It's a lonely <laughs> life, the goalkeeper. It yeah. is. Goalkeepers are different is the uh, title of a book by... Michael Hardcastle that I read when I was at school. Oh, yeah, I remember oh. that. Hashtag remember the trophies, though. <laughs> I'm with Justin Bieber. When I want to meet new people, I go to a shark ward. <laughs> <laughs> That's where, you know, they're a captive audience and they've all got a story. They've all got at least one story. They've got a good story, you'd think. Is so it going to put people off, though, the sponsorship? Do you know what I mean? Like, will it put, put Man United Man City fans? Or? Put yeah, them off might, Tinder? It oh. might, yeah, it might put um, rival fans off Yeah. That is, I hadn't thought of that, but that is, that's a fair point. Do you think? Mm, yeah, because maybe they should have started their own dating one and it could have been called uh, Two Ray's Company. Oh, Because Two lo- Ray yeah. and Company both play for Man City. I mean, come on! Yeah. <laughs> Very good. This is some great work this yeah. morning. Yeah. And what about uh, Pep Guardiola? Mm. What about him? What about him? Around her neck, she wore a yellow ribbon. Everybody! She wore a It's a Catalonia ribbon. <laughs> Is that what you're discussing now? If I was him, I'd walk out to that. <laughs> Everything. Here he comes down the tunnel. Imagine the right hands in the grey jumper. I know it seems a bit jaunty for a basically a statement about Catalan independence, but I think yeah. I, I think it works. Um, anyway. That, thank you so much for listening this morning. It's a, it's a strange ending, but what a weekend. Um, we pride ourselves on that. So, look, um, if the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now, get out. You're listening to the Frank Skinner podcast from Absolute Radio. Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am on Absolute Radio. Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps and in London and the South East on 105.8 FM. Absolute Radio.